Well, hello everybody and welcome back to Helicare, the Shield Podcast, your podcast for weekly reviews of Marvel's Ace of Shield, a hit show on ABC, and other news coverage from the Marvel Entertainment world. I'm your host, Andy B, as always, and with me is my co-host, Dan Schmidt. Yes, and I've got a fever, because I think Agent Garrett wants some more cowbell. If you catch that drift. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Awkward. Okay. Anyway, guys, welcome <laughs> to the podcast, and um, I hope you guys ca- caught our movie review movie review of Captain America: Winter Soldier that I released two days ago, uh, at the time of recording. And uh, we're here to talk about the seventeenth episode of Age of Shield. But before we do that, we have a lot of Shield news to talk about because this a lot of things just came came out as. Uh, you know, the weekend progressed, progressed, and then we got into Monday, and then, yeah, here we are. So let's kick it up. Okay, first of all, m- most importantly, or all, although all these three are equally important. So next Tuesday, on April 15th, on ABC, uh, you're going to get two full hours of Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's right. You're going to be getting an encore of this week's episode of S.H.I.E.L.D., Turn, 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 at 8, 8 7 Central. and it, So you can... Um, Get ready for the episode that will follow because at 9 p.m., for the first time in the show's history, the show will be airing a new episode one hour later at 9 p.m. Yes. And that's, that's going to be episode 18 called Providence. And we're going to talk about a few spoilers at the end of this episode. And uh, So if you turn on your TV at 8 p.m., there's a rerun. Don't turn it off. Exactly. Because the new episode is going to be out after that. Precisely. And I, th- and I think one of the reasons why they're doing this is, uh, number one, I think they're exper- a lot of people have been speculating this, that they're experimenting with this time slot. They want to see if the 9 p.m. slot would work better for them. Because sadly, this week, and this this uh, two-hour ev- events news came out a few days before the ratings came out. But sadly, this week, there was no ratings bump for this episode uh, through Winter Soldier, sadly. The sad even even more sad part is that this episode leaked a few hours. Um, I, I, I think it was morning, Tuesday morning, morning, and the episode had leaked on Hulu. Ooh. A, a lot of people had seen the episode already, and I have. And I, I'm gonna say this. Doesn't one. it count? I think it does, but that's afterwards. I think a lot of the the numbers that does count at at, at first is the live numbers, and at first the sh- the the, um, the ratings were. 4.9 million viewers and 1.7. That's a sadly serious low. And I and I I will say this that I know the person who contacted ABC. Um, it was a fan of uh, of the show who contacted me and said, "What do you think we should do?" And I said, "I don't know." And he suggested that he would contact ABC in some way. Um, and I said, "Okay, if you have any ways, go ahead and do it." And he con- apparently he contacted um. ABC publicist, uh, who I, I I believe had it taken down, and um, but I would like to thank that fan for, that fan for contacting ABC to take it down because here's the thing, guys. I know there was I had a few conversations with some of um, some people uh, on Twitter and in real life, and they some of them were like, "But isn't it great that we're going to see the episode early?" Sure, I said sure, but you're supposed to watch it live on Tuesday night, eight seven central on ABC, so you can help the ratings. Right. You're not supposed to watch the episode in advance. You're supposed to see the episode just like everyone else live. And I'm glad that Hulu t- took it down. I 
Look, everyone I just makes. I don't know how that happened. That's well. It's it, this has bizarre. happened. This is not the first time. I remember last year, uh, one of my favorite shows right now is T- Teen Wolf, and um, the season finale leaked on iTunes the day before, and um, it was taken down quickly after that. But the series creator had to come out on Tumblr, or Twitter, I don't know, and say and ask people to to still tune in and not spoil it for anyone else. And people and that actually the ratings were higher because of that. Mm. So, but Stanley Priscilla, it wasn't, and um, yeah, I'm I'm sorry that it happened. I think I I'm not gonna bash Hula. I think you know it's, you know we're all human. We make mistakes, and hopefully this will not happen again. Yeah. So evidently the ratings were, I guess, not any better, huh? It, it, it the the final ratings went up to a five point forty in, in in million viewers, and at like a one point one point nine in demographics. So. It's, it's not awful, but and I but here's the thing. I think that, for, that so many people have left the show because of the first half of the season. So I think that what they what ABC and Marvel still need to do is win those people back. I yeah. I will say that the marketing has improved slightly. I think that it's been cool that we've been getting a casting news basically every week. I can now I can't remember a, a week when we had didn't have any news. Great. So it, it's it's mark the marketing is improving, uh, but it needs to get better, and I think that it may actually get more improved as they get into season two, which is, looks like it's going to be retooled a lot. I think the show is going to re- re- retooled, and we're going to talk about it on the show because of Winter Soldier. Well, yeah, I think it's already begun. It's already begun, exactly. But I think they're making a lot of right decisions right now. I mean, I think they're in really good shape. They're, creatively it's it's improving for sure that's what i'm, I'm gonna say yeah. but they still have a lot of things left to improve on there's still a lot of room left for improvement yeah i mean i i think creatively for a first season they're in good shape now i'm not worried so much about it anymore god the marketing is the problem right now got winning back those people they lost that's a challenge yeah, and I with the ratings, here's the thing. I hope that they will just keep going up. That they will just start to go up a bit, starting with next week. I think that now, and also one of the other main problem is that Winter Soldier just came out like barely a week ago. Because there are fans of the show that don't want to be spoiled for the show, for the show, for the movie. I think that they wanted to wait. They wanted to wait with the episode first, and then see, for, and then go see the movie. And so, but that's why I think it's good that you're doing this thing on Tuesday next week. Yeah. So I think because two right. weeks, that, you know, th- people should have time to have seen this episode by then, right? Right. I I think that's enough time because like, Guy warned Nico like he hadn't seen um, Winter Soldier. Can he honestly asked me? He goes, "If I gotta get spoiled by seeing Agents of Shield." And I said, you might. And evidently, you probably will, don't you think? Yes, there are... And, and by the way, warning for you guys. If you haven't seen the movie, but you've seen the episode, or if you haven't seen the movie, or you haven't seen the episode, although I don't know why you would, you would listen to this episode then, <laughs> be aware, we're going to talk about spoilers fr- from the movie, because it does connect to this yes. episode. We're not going to hold anything back. I'm sorry. Deal with it. <laughs> Great. So okay, we'll put that disclaimer in the description. Yes. Of the podcast. Absolutely. Yes. So next casting announcement or news, I would I should say, Kobe Smulders is coming back. Yes. It was announced as of yesterday, um, at the time of recording, that um, 
Maria Hill herself will be returning to Age of Shield for episode twenty, uh, episode twenty, which is called Nothing Personal. Right. Nothing Personal on Tuesday, April ninth. Uh, on Tuesday, April twenty ninth. Uh, she's going to be appearing in that episode, and they're, there's there's going to be another connection there to Winter Soldier because they're going to have to address you know her new role for spoiler alert Stark Industries under Industries. Yes, very interesting. So that and I'm glad she's coming back for at least another another episode. A lot of people are still asking, yeah. what will this mean for season two? Uh, if she will she be back at all? We don't know. We don't know yet, but I think we can expect at least expect her to come back for. A recurring status. I don't think she's gonna sign up as a series regular because she just left How Much Your Mother, guys, after nine years. Well, it would make a good Iron Man connection, I suppose. But I want Maria Hill to be able to stand on her own feet as a character, where you know whether she's right. in a soldier or, or in the Avengers movies or in Iron Man or whatever. Well, and the other thing is maybe this gets her back into Shield from that Stark job. We don't know. Possibly. Possibly. Because as far as she's concerned, Shield is done, but that's not what Coulson has to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our, that's um, our second news item, and then finally, and this is the big one, and ah, I don't, I'm not, dis- not, I'm not disappointed about this. I'm just trying to figure out whether, whether we should say it or not. But you know what? It's been all over the internet. Um, if you if you read stuff on the internet and Twitter and Facebook, you will you you would have seen this news by now. Plus, Samuel, we said we're not holding back. Exactly, Samuel Jackson is coming back for the season finale of Age of Shield. He just filmed the season finale of that show. Uh, in an interview with uh, Walter.com, he said that um, uh, he that he and he said to them, "I did when asked about if he's coming back for the, to the show." He said, "Last week, I just shot the the end of the season uh, the, the end of the season show." I Mr. Jackson, it's called season finale. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just shot the end of the season show, and um, but he's and he couldn't give any details. But he said that you're trying to get me fired and killed. I don't talk about Marvel business. None of us do. <laughs> and he said, and this is what I this is one my uh, my favorite quotes. He said uh, that um, this was apparently uh, I'm, qu- I'm qu- quoting the article, and he said he appears at the discretion of Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige. And here's what he said. If they ask Kevin Feige and Kevin says, we would like for you to do it, I do. And while it's hard to... And then they go on to say, and while it's hard to imagine how Agent Shield will keep going now that Fury has gone under, underground, the title, the ti- and the title organization is no more, Jackson promised it would all come together soon. And he says, it ties into, t- into the TV show. They wanted to tie that, that, they wanted to tie that up. But we can wait. Cool. So yeah, on May 13th, he's going to be back for the season finale. <laughs> Which we still have. We don't know what, it, what the the title is yet, but I think as we're getting closer, we will find out. Yes, quite excited to see him again. Me too. Maybe we'll get an action scene. I'm hoping that this time it's not a cameo. I hope that it is a full-on episode. Okay. No comments. More just more than just some five-minute cameo. That was a five. That, that cameo was like thirty seconds. What are you talking? Yeah, about? all thirty seconds. But do do you, do you think it's going to be a full full on episode for him? I think it would be huge for the show. Got a great way to win back people. Come, I think they should do it. Yeah, and it's not because I think he's game for it. Yeah, he loves you know he loves this, this universe and he want he lo- loves his character. But I think one of the things that could make people 
you know, go back, come back to the show is that to see that okay, they are really starting to connect more to the bigger movie universe. They're having the, the big one of the right. biggest characters, one of the biggest stars of the franchise, showing up on this TV show that he wants to be on. God, I really hope he has a scene with May. I, I, I think that's, I, I think that's, ha- that has to happen, right? Yep. Yeah. Because after what we learned in this episode. Yeah. Which we should start, start talking about right now. So, yeah, those are all our news. A yeah. lot of good news, actually. Both Maria Hill, Fury coming back, and two hours of Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. next Tuesday. Yay! Yeah. Fury in the finale, Hill in episode 20, and two hours of S.H.I.E.L.D. on April 15th. I don't know if Andy could handle all of that. Uh, I, could, I couldn't handle it when I first heard that he was coming back for the finale. I'm, I'm not surprised that he's coming back, but, uh, but it still made me happy that, for once, you know what? Let me go on a little rant here for just a second. Uh-oh. I'm just so happy that for once, Marvel wasn't the one that just posted the news or d- decided to keep the news back. That he could actually go out in the public and say to a news outlet that, yes, I'm coming back for the season finale. You know how tired I am of this, uh, this level of secrecy? Yes, we know. Good. Then let's talk to, <laughs> t- start talking about this amazing reference. Yes, it was that good to use that word, yes. Yes, so the effect of the Winter Soldier was huge. It was huge. There's no other way to say it. It was huge. This was was a tie-in. This this was a tie-in that we've all been waiting for. And uh, it makes sense that it was this big. And now we got a better sense of what the timeline was. For for the episode that aired last week, along with this episode, and where the movie was. Yes. Uh, we, we see in the, at the beginning of the episode at the hub that uh, Simmons and Triplett see, uh, talks about that there's some sort of tension going on or there's some sort of difficult situation going on somewhere. And I think that's the boat where Sitwell was. Yes. Yes, I will go with that. And I think by the end of the episode, at, when we learned that, um, that had re- reports of Colson that... Uh, Captain America has taken down Hydra, but the Triskelion is destroyed. We see briefly on the monitors, we see some footage from the movie. Briefly. If, yes. you, if, you, if you look closely, you will see that uh, the Triskelion is being hit by one of the helicarriers. Not mine. I can actually drive my helicarrier. And uh, I... So there's some... It, 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 I think the end of this episode is taking place just a few, couple of hours before Black Widow goes into... What was it? Was was that trial really? What was it that she was doing? It was more like a debrief, I thought. Okay. Where somebody had to go in and explain what the heck happened, and then they're still trig- trying to figure out, well, how are we going to react to this? How are we going to deal with this? Exactly. So I think that's a timeline. So I think just a couple of hours before she had her debrief, debriefing. Yeah. Um. Colson. So let's just easy to make it easy. Let's say this episode took place over the progression of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that I think that's a good way to to explain it. Yeah. Now, this episode is the closest thing that we that we have ever gotten to a TV movie for Age of Shield. This felt like a freaking movie with in terms of the yes. um, the writing, the action, all the scenes they, they were made, and the sets and so on. Yes. This felt like a... Hey, hey, Hasselhoff. Hey, David Hasselhoff. I mean, they wanted to make you feel like this was in the movie. I know, but hey, Hasselhoff, this is how you do an Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV movie. Yeah. 
suck on that. I'm sorry, but it had yes. to be, it had to be said. It had to be said. I agree. And um, where do you want to start? You can pick our first topic to discuss about. Well, I mean, the, the beginning of it is the plane gets turned around. And everyone's kind of like, what the heck's going on? And, uh, you know, Garrett getting attacked kind of was like, well, you know, I mean, I thought everyone was, I, I mean, I really believed that Hand was the bad guy. Kind of felt that way for the first half of the episode. I agree. And, um, yeah, and I, I will save this for later. But, I, yeah, I agree because Pat, Pat um, Garrett's expre- um, reaction when he sees that it was a shield plane that was trying to take him down felt so genuine. Yeah. And, by the way, Garrett has, oh, yeah. a, great sense of, has a great taste for music, by the way. Yes. To open, yes. Uh, can you okay, Dan? Can you ever? Did you ever imagine, like, ten years ago when you were younger, that you ever see something with the Marvel logo opening up and hearing a music, a, a song like that? Ah, uh, well, could see Supernatural's what in season nine. Well, I'm just, I'm saying with, uh, I'm saying, I'm saying, did you ever expect a Marvel Studios logo to open up like that with that song? The Don't fear the Reaper. No. Yeah, that was that was just so funny. That was an awesome opening. God, I mean, I felt really set the tone for the episode. I mean, they were going to go big, and the other thing of it was, because it kind of acted as a big illusion to what ultimately was going to happen with Carrot. Yeah, and um, yeah, and, and like and like Dan said, I, a lot of people thought that he, that um, Victoria Hand was actually working with. The clairvoyant and so on, because that's that's how she came off as last last week, and and, uh, and the beginning of this week. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and here's the thing. But I kept thinking that there has to be more to the story. I don't think that she's definitely black. You know, it's as as black and white as people thought it was. So. I thought for a little bit that they were to make it that black and white, just because people were. But that's not so alienated. For... But with Fred Joss, we didn't show, or you know, with Jed and Marissa, right. that's not their style. I knew it wasn't their style, but I was like. A little concerned they were going to play it safe, and they didn't at all, and that was awesome. Exactly. No, I. I mean, I'm glad they stuck to their guns. When I was like, okay, they're kind of going to go with the obvious here, um, and they it was really written for you to believe that. I agree, and because everything is taking place at the hub, you know, she she was, you know, for, there were times for me when I kept thinking, I'm not buying this. But then there were times I'm like, oh, wait, she's evil. But then we start to realize that she's not there, the bad guy here. There was a lot of characters we were on the fence about in this episode. Yeah, you kept looking at every agent that you saw. Like, you were like, is he evil? No. Is she? No, wait. Who is Well, he? even triplet for a certain extent. Well, oh, my God. That scene with the knife? Oh, my gosh. Did, did he have to make it so creepy? I know. I'm like, no, I don't want him to be evil. Well, that I... music was a big part of that scene. Yeah, exactly. And um, I was like, somebody, somebody I like has got to not be evil here because it's too much. No, I agree. And um, But yeah, let's go back to the plane now for a second, or the bus, as we know that it's called. Colson oh. and Sky are still confronting May. And Olsen really made me believe like that May could possibly be a spy too. Or Hydra too. 
because of how we reacted or just because how we reacted yes here's the thing i think he was like he was so filled with emotion like he was so angry that he wouldn't even give her a chance to talk basically like as soon as he heard anything the thing that he didn't want to hear he just kept yelling at her yeah and but we come out to find we come to find out that uh, the person the person that and that May was reporting to this whole time was Fury, which you know we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, and it really spooked out Fitz. Like he didn't know who to trust at that point. With him hesitating on opening the door and everything. Yeah, and then you know he started to come out a little bit as a bad guy because then we come to the realization that why were you using the line? And Colson was like, yeah, who yeah. are you contacting? And, he, and she said, Sim, and he's like, Real, you need an encrypted line to talk to? What were you talking about? I love that reaction from him. Yes. God, he just, just freaked out. I mean, he didn't know what to do here. God, he wouldn't even let Sky in the, into the door. And Sky's like, come on, you got to trust somebody here. Like, let me in. But why would he not listen to Colson at first? Like, why would he not trust him? Yeah. I mean, I, I think he was as overcome with emotions as Coulson was about the whole thing. God, he just panicked. And he d- did bring up a good point. Why did you have Why did you have to shoot me, May? Right. But that was. I think that was more of an impulsive decision to shoot. Like it just happened. It wasn't either. Yeah. Right. It was more of a reaction thing. Yeah, but you're you're starting to see that that this team is not is is not flawless. That they they have issues. With right. each other. But I think that's why, and, and we'll go to the next point about May, because that's why she recruited all of them, to keep each other honest. Yeah, so what what, what happens after that scene? We go, we go back to the hub, right? Yes. And uh, we were questioning what side Triplet was on, and then they worked that out with the knife thing. Yeah, and then they contact Shield Academy. And we see Agent Weaver again, the teacher. Who might not be with us anymore. Yeah, and that was, you know, I said this on Geeks It Around, uh, at geeksitaround.com, uh, on our sh- on that um, Shield uh, show, that just, in, because just think about it. Hydra is, not, they are basically Nazis, and they just found out that Hydra was yeah. the enemy. And imagine, because that's a school with kids, a lot of kids, as well as, you know, younger adults. But still, just think about it. Yeah. That was kind of like a scary thought. And I'm glad we, we didn't get to see it. That we only saw like a bright explosion or something at this side. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if that's going to be one of their destinations in the future. Just to see if there's any survivors or kids they could pick up or something. Yeah, but it was still a scary thought when you thought you, about you it. Got, yeah, you got to think that not everybody there is bad. Everybody at school? Yeah, or if the kids knew what was going on. I don't think every kid at that, at that facility was a, a hydro agent, but I'm sure there were a few sleeper agents there, there, here and there. And I, I don't know. Also, I think there might have been that option: join us or die. That hand gate to crimi- tri- tri- Triplet and Simmons. Yeah. Perhaps we don't know what happened in that school, but I think maybe next week's episode we'll talk about it because there has there right. has to be some news coverage about this whole event. Yeah. Why well, I, I think that's what the government, why the government may get involved next week. Kind of were involved at the end of Captain America: The Winter Soldier, with that debrief with Black Widow, because really it was an attack on American soil. You know, it was American buildings yeah. getting blown up and attacked. 
and they didn't know they, where they that those buildings even exist that they right even exactly. Existed. So I understand, I, I understand completely that this is going to get bigger ramifications, but um, but yeah, but the the scene where Sky is decoding the message, and it's like step out of the shadows and into the light, Hydra. That was just like, oh my god, awesome. Yeah, because they were still on the plane, they didn't know what was going on around the world, and also remember the timeline. They maybe they 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 learned about Hydra's return. Almost the same time as Fury and the other people did. Well, and it was finally us knowing they were going up against something that we knew about and could reference. Yeah, and that's something Dan and I had talked about off the show, on the show. I've talked to this on, with other people that we needed an enemy that people would recognize. I, I kept saying AIM. Dan kept insisting off microphone that we would, that it would be Hydra. I'm like, but, but would they? that's just too big for a TV show. But, I mean, it's classic S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. That's always what it was, is S.H.I.E.L.D. versus HYDRA. And I really, a lot of people are talking about this that are old school S.H.I.E.L.D. fans. Really want to see Scorpio pop up on this show. Now, who's Scorpio? I don't know who it is. He's kind of like Nick Fury's big arch nemesis. Kind of big enemy of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. I can't remember if he was killed off or not. He's not been around for a long time. But a lot of people want to see that. And I think he, I'm pretty sure he's a HYDRA agent. So maybe that's somewhere where they're going. I don't know. It's a good. Or theory. that's what they're going to make Garrett if that Garrett ends up being Scorpio, Clairvoyant, and Garrett are all the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, and we we I think we could talk about this a little bit earlier because it's a it's a it's a big episode. And we're not gonna we're gonna go on for hours. If we don't do so. It's right. it's um we cut we we got we go to the scene now where Coulson, Garrett. Fitz and May and Sky, they're all at uh, inside the hub, I think. They're, um, they're, they, bro- they broke out after they were being shot at at the bus. Yeah. And uh, they, they're, they're, tra- they're trying to come up with a plan how to take down uh, Victoria Hand because Coulson explains to Garrett that she's working with the clairvoyant or that she is the clairvoyant. I don't know what he said, but he was shocked. And yeah. that's, that, the scene earlier when he got shocked, he said, when he said, you know, is that she? And he's like, you know, Vic? I'm like, oh, no. No, this is not happening. This is not I'm happening. Not. I'm like, no, no, no. Th- because, and I'm, I'm not saying that Bill Paxton is a bad actor. That, uh, you know, because he, he, if I hadn't seen a certain image for next week's episode, yeah. uh, my, my, my concern would not have existed. Because I, here's what happened last week. I saw a couple of images from Providence. Yeah, and there was one in particular that stood out that, that stood out to me, and I'm like, oh, sh- oh crap! And I called up Dan and I said, Dan, I'm, I'm a bit worried about Agent Garrett. And he's like, why, Andy? And and I'm like, something bad may happen to this character. And um, Dan would not believe me. He was like, no, you're just con- you're not you're worrying about nothing. And um, so yeah, and uh, but then later on, and then when that when then that scene happens when he says. Vic, no, it's a it, wait. The clairvoyance is a she, and so on and so on. I'm like, no, this is not happening. This is not happening. Now, if you hadn't have seen that picture, would you have been fooled? I would have been less. I would have been less aware of what's going on because I would have. I would have expected a little thing, but not as much as I did this past Tuesday. Because I mean, I thought they did a very good job of uh, fooling everybody. 
And I think it's because we like him so much that we are. That's why. That's we, why. Because we wanted him to be a good guy. Because hey, Bill Paxton is a cool dude. He's a good actor. I like Garrett, and I wanted to see him be potentially one of the t- main members of this show, of this team in its second season. But with Shield now gone, that would not. You know, he but he would not have been an agent of that team, but he would he would still have been part of that team somehow, and that's what I was looking forward to. But now, it's not happening. Gone. I liked us getting two episodes of him as an ally. You know, well, so well, we that, got three so, of them if you think about right, it. Right, three actually. Got lost count. Oh wait, next, I think next week's episode is his fourth one. Okay, great. So I guess we got like maybe two and a half where he was a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this is I think it's a it's a fun twist. I'm um there's still a debate going on right now if he really is a real clairvoyant or if he is just working with them because this was earlier than I expected that for them to reveal who the clairvoyant was. Yeah, but I mean it was such a turning point episode that they kinda had to. Yeah, and like there needed to be a big reveal. Yeah, and I and look, we we still have plenty of surprises left for this show. I not that I know oh, it, yeah. uh, but I know that there there is probably something big coming up that it's gonna blow everyone's minds out. Well, if they did this something this big here, wait till the end. Yeah, like it has to be bigger than. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I will say that I'm a bit disappointed, but at the same time, I think that Bill Paxton does make a good villain. And uh, I think he makes a good foil for Coulson. Yeah, and just ima- and dude, the the scene where he starts to ramble about all these references, and he starts re- referencing Reina being brainwashed by that machine, yeah. which we didn't even know about. Just look at Clark Gregg. Look at his face, and he like his world. His world is shattered. And he's like, I did- this was his best performance as this character. And like I did. I, I I never told you anything about that, and and and, pa- and the funny thing, Gary keeps rambling about. He's like, I never said anything about Raina to you. Yeah. He's like, I read it in a report. No, that was off the records. And he, and pa- and Gar- Gary's like, let's take a br- uh, let's take a moment here and, oh, crap. That was that was just nuts. That was nuts and. And then the fight that they had was yeah best fight yeah that best fighting scenes of the series so far. He just oh and and he like he was like well Coulson was bad. He needed to take his aggression out on somebody. Yeah, exactly. And just just imagine if he got the upper hand on Loki, what he would do to him. I know. It's like how would you like accept him for your heart from your heart for, for your heart? And blam. Well, and then, and it, and you know that's the thing we've always seen Coulson be so calm. Yeah, calm and funky and so. On. But this time, this is like okay, the gloves are off. I'm bad. Yeah, God, that's a, and that's how you knew what stakes were at hand in this episode. Exactly. That's how you knew it was a big deal. And because the calm guy got mad. Exactly, and just see. It, it it was and and the music was just so Bear McCreary who does the score for this show, uh, this was just the, the, the whole fighting the, the fighting scene was my one of my favorite scenes actually because oh, yeah. the music just kept getting it just fitted in with every punch and every kick and every throw and so on. I'm like this this is perfect. 
Yeah, they better release the season one score. They better release the first uh, season of the score on the on this on a CD later on. But but my other favorite scene of the episode, in, in terms of the drama, was uh, May revealing to Coulson what she was doing. And this Get puts you set up the team and stuff. Oh. And this brings you a whole new perspective on how we look at the pilot. Yes. And the whole premise of the show. Because this was all about... And her Col- character itself. Yeah. And look, it doesn't make her look bad. It actually... She now became stronger because, because she really, really, really cares about Coulson. Yes. And she's loyal to S.H.I.E.L.D. by listening to Fury and reporting these things because, hey, you know what? If I had a best friend who went through what Coulson went through and I could, I, and I could bring him back and he was alive and everything, I would have somebody look up on him every once in a while because, you know what? That was a trauma for him. Imagine the things he could have done to, to himself or to well, others. And, and imagine, you know, May finding out what happened to him. But, and, but, but she knew about Tahiti, though. Right, but I mean, it felt like when he died in the Avengers movie, that really hurt her. She was torn up about that. Yeah, and I wish that I hope we will get to see a flashback to it. Yes. Maybe that's what we may see in the season finale with Fury, you know, because there has to be a few scenes with scenes between him and Ming Na Wen where they talk about what happened and so on and why they were doing that. Or if Fury goes to her and says, "Should I bring him back?" Oh my God! If 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 she is the reason, if no, I don't I don't think he he would have. I think he did it for his own for his own right. sake. Or maybe it's him saying, "I did this. I did this," and I don't know if that was the best idea. Yeah, but man, that's that's see, and the relation between Colson and May just evolved to a whole new level. And and the and the other thing is honestly. Like I think that gives May the right to be in a Marvel movie. Yes, I think yes. Cameo. Well, here's the thing: Mingna Wen has the right to do whatever she wants in my world, because that that you know I love her. I have loved her since I was since I watched Mulan when I was a kid. I've seen her other things. I think she's a, one of the most phenomenal actresses that I know of. And yes, I think she should show up in a Marvel movie. Well, everyone keeps saying to me, especially people that. Don't watch this show. Or I haven't checked it out yet. They're all like, oh, Maria Hill's going to run S.H.I.E.L.D. She's going to do this and that. And, and that's how it's going to be in the movies. I would like to see May and Coulson do it. Well, and that's, we're going to get to that part a little bit later. Because I, we have major speculations for this show now because of what happened through Winter Soldier and now with this show. Right. That's what I'd like to see in a movie. I'd like to see Coulson and May running S.H.I.E.L.D. and having an appearance. That be it, Captain America three, well, or wait, Avengers I, two. I and that yeah, we will get to that. But let's go back to the clairvoyant revelation. Um, the final right. scene is just phenomenal, and um, we learn that Agent Han isn't with Hydra. She's not with the clairvoyant. But great fake out scene. Yes, but the thing was, she thought that Coulson was, and guess what was trending worldwide after that scene? Coulson is Hydra. I think we all knew that he wasn't. I know, but it was hilarious to see that yeah. Twitter just blew, blew, blew up and just <laughs> got that trend end. And that, it was worldwide. Well, and, he could, and again, I could see where a lot of people thought maybe he's a sleeper agent. Because he was brought back to life. That That's how I could justify people at seeing it that way. Perhaps. I don't know if I'm right, but that's how I felt. It's a good, it's a good speculation, but I have some of my own. But yeah, the... 
just seeing Clark Gregg just going nuts on Paxton was just awesome. And not because I hate Bill Paxton, it was just weird to see Clark Gregg being angry and violent and pissed off. We've never seen that. Remember when he approached Loki, he's like, this is, this is a destroyer gun, mofo. And Christ. This was much different. Yeah, but... Um, but, I mean, this guy, he made it personal. Yeah. And Loki really wasn't personal. It was just... Yeah, but it's personal now. If the next time, if he ever sees Loki again, he's going to be pissed off again um, and Loki. I kind of hope he gets his revenge on Loki a little bit. That would I, be nice. Yes. And uh, I want to talk about this scene briefly. Um, the, the, Victoria Hand and Saffron, you know, Saffron Burrs as Victoria Hand, she is pheno- She was so phenomenal yes. because when she interrogates Simmons and Triplett, um, like I, I was about to co- co- uh, just take a pause. I'm like, am I missing something? Here? Did I miss a scene, or did she, did she just go up and say she's a Hydra agent? But then they do, the, you know, Triplett performs a test, and she's like. Okay, it's that's seven of you that I can trust now. Yeah. And that... Oh, and this is why I'm a bit disappointed at the end of the episode. Not disappointed with the episode, but disappointed what happens to that character. But is she dead? Exactly. And we'll say... Let's say that for later, because... Okay, the battle versus um, Garrett um, take, comes to an end. Um, he gets arrested along with a big line of Hydra agents. Can you imagine yes. how many of... Oh my lord. Did you see how many that was? Well, no wonder, I mean, hand handled things the way she did with Triplet. I mean, that really showed they really had their backs against the wall here. Yeah, and it's, oh. Well, where do you put all these people when there's no shield? Well, there has to, well, I'm sure there is a facility where they can actually lock these people up, or. Well, or, it's where they were taking gear. Or, of. because Hydra's not become an awareness in the, in the public eyes, maybe they were able to arrest them publicly, you know, to the to the police right. or something. Yeah, that's why the government gets involved. Yeah, and we see at the end... They're filling up our jails. Yeah, and, you, and we see towards the end of the episode that um, uh, that Victoria tells Colson about that uh, what was go- what's been going on, and we get the idea of where this timeline is. She t- yeah. informs them that um, the Triskelion has been taken down, the Helicarriers are having defeated by Captain America, but, there's, but his status is unknown. So this is probably before... Um, b- Bucky pulled him up out of the water. Right. And um, what did you think about that, like, exposition? Well, you know, this is the thing of it, it was. Because I thought it was going to begin this thing of Gahan being the one that was going to give them miss- missions throughout the rest of the season from the hub. But then she says, you and me, Colson, we're the, t- we're the highest right. level agents right now. Right, and she takes off. That was just, and, but 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 that's well, because for about five minutes. Yeah, and that's because they're they, they're gonna lock um, Garrett up and Ward, who's he 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 was devastated when he learned that his former SO was well, and Triplet too. Yeah, Trip. Oh my lord, Triplet yeah. was so pissed off. I swear to God, there were probably <laughs> a p- couple of curse words there. Yes. He said he probably said, "You mother effer, how <laughs> dare you? How dare you? You little p- big piece of bee." And and now he's going to be uh, probably a character from here on out on the plane, I think. They better, because I love this dude. BJ Britt for the win. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's going to be main cast now. 
Well, because we only had descriptions for uh, up right. until Providence, that we. Well, that's I, all... I think season two. That's what they should consider. Yeah, I hope he doesn't die because Ward finds out what happens, and he's he's a bit shook right. up by it. And also, let's talk, let's talk about Sky and Ward for a second here now. Whoa, you got it. Well, we got yeah. it for a few seconds, guys. We got some Sky Ward. Yeah. Up, and uh, and seeing him being emotional, you know, finding out what, that he had killed the wrong man and everything that. Oh, poor Brett Dalton. Great performer. Yeah, well, he fell for that one, too. But I got yeah. a theory about that. Yeah. We, we, dude, I think we're going to have a lot of fears on this episode. Ages of Fury. Acronym. But, um... Yeah, and it, well, man, Ward got the crap beat out of him and then beat the crap out of those guys. See, so that was one of... The, look, here's the thing. We, we, a lot of people... Is, I know some people have compared the, the fight scenes on this show with the ones on Arrow. I will admit that Arrow's is a lot better, but this week... This week on Shield, that the was the camera work was brilliant. Yeah, and that must be very difficult uh, to be honest. When you have how many people? They, they were like six people around him, kicking the crap out of him. Why well, I, I liked it when they were kicking him when he's on the floor. That was shot very well, where you felt the impact of that. And then he just whooped their asses. Yeah, that was that was nuts. Yeah, and he expresses his love for, and just like Melinda does for Colson, he uh, Ward expresses his love for Sky. And, and Chloe Bennett had a great performance in that scene as well. Yeah, look, look. Here's the thing. This is what I love about new talents coming onto shows like Age of Shield. They get to show what they're made of, and yeah. really make an impact on us as viewers. Elizabeth Henstridge, Ian DeKe- and oh my God, poor Fitz. You do not make him cry, Garrett. Shame on you. But I like how Fitz said, we're going to stop you. But this is what makes me worried about him. I, I, I'm calling it right now. We're going to see Fitz lash out physically oh, yeah. on some, someone. Yep. And this is going to be... And he may actually start turning to you know a darker character. Not becoming evil, but he's going to become more yeah. violent. He's going to actually perhaps want to become a, a, you know, a field agent instead. Yeah, you know... Um... There were characters on Josephine's other shows that kind of went through that arc. Willow. Willow, yes. Dark Willow. Um, Wesley, God Angel, if you've seen that. Yeah. Where they, they kind of start as these fun, almost nerdy, innocent characters and then... Quirky. Yeah, and they become dark. Yeah. So, but I... I that was... It wasn't fun seeing him cry. Because he, he, he was like a kid there, standing there in front of these awful people that he, you know, in front of this organization that he thought was dead. Right. I think that was to show how scary it was. Yeah, and I, but by the way, I have to, we have to go back to the beginning just for a minute here. The the, the, the line where Paxton says, you know, start talking about um, Hydra is back, you know, cut one off, one head off, two will replace, replace uh, will take, you know, will take its place. And Col- yeah. and, he, and I think Paxton said, wait, I thought it was a limb. No, 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 it's a head, it's a head. <laughs> and I'm like, really, guys? You're, you're like, how does one get distracted by that? I thought it, wait, it's a head? I thought it was a limb. Cut one limb off and two shall take its place. What? Because Garrett a cannibal, too. <laughs> okay, I don't want to talk about i don't care about that show that much i'm sorry i don't i don't see them the, the love i don't see the big oh i mean i'm more meant cannibal not hannibal oh i'm sorry yeah they're kind of the same aren't they well if he if hannibal is eating people. people 
Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much the same thing. But anyway, yes. so we get we we reach towards the ending of the episode where Han and two other agents, along with Ward, are taking Ward, um taking Garrett away, and Han, who is, you know, more like more or less pissed off, asks Ward discreetly, you know, we want to shoot shoot a real Corvoin instead, and this is where everything, you know, come, you know, all these changes that we get the fan. Hit the fans a lot, and for Sky, for everyone, he shoots the agent in the head, and he shoots Victoria in the stomach before he shoots her in the head. He shoots her in the head three times. But we did see a body. Exactly, and we're gonna get to that in a, in three minutes. So, it we we learned that Ward is is somehow working with the enemy. But and here and you're not you're not gonna believe this, Dan. You, you know how, when uh, Gra- uh, Brett Dalton found out that he was gonna do this, that he that his character was gonna go through this, like two minutes before. No, after the epi- after episode fifteen. He, wow. After, after he, had, he had shot that episode, so he had no idea. He, I I I do, I do think he said that he had a few hints that that maybe his his character was gonna go rogue, but. He he did not know when he first got this this character. Wow. I think that makes it kind of good though. It it does because then you really because that's why it was such a shocker to a lot of people because right. we did no one saw it coming. Although I, I I'm gonna comment on this. I don't. And I, he played it brilliantly. Yeah, because that's what he thought he was doing. He thought he was playing a good guy. Yeah. But then I and I told Dan this a few days ago that because a few days ago I did see I I went back to see the pilot because I wanted to see if there was something just I don't know why I wanted to see if there was something Hint. yeah because they said that they've been building you know that they knew since since they started to show that by this t- time this movie would affect the show forever that right. they've known since day one. And there, there are lots of interviews right now from Marissa Tenshiro and Jed Wynn on the internet. So just go up and read them up, and you will see the background on how... Well, this was a brilliantly written episode. Yeah, Jed and Marissa's best written episode since the pilot, to be honest. And, I'm not, I'm not, and I think you know, they've written right. good episodes before uh, this season. But the pilot and this one are their strongest ones. And yeah. But the only thing is, I'm wondering if that's why the pacing... of the first 10 episodes was Exactly, and this is where to we... To line start. up with us. Exactly, and that, look... As cool as it was to see this tie-in and this connection to the bigger movie universe, we all realize at this point that that this show, this is why the show suffered a little bit at the beginning because they yeah. had to hold back so much. This is why we had all these hiatuses, and that's what I I called it. I said the reason why we have all, they did this on purpose. They wanted to line us up right. with the movie. This is why they're having all these breaks. This is why they're doing in this in this pace. So. This is why I'm more excited for season two because there's no movie between September 2014 till May 2015, which is which, which is when Age, Age of uh, Age of Ultron is coming out. But see, this is my thought, Andy. What they should almost do to avoid the breaks, because they should do this like um, like the following, go like 24 where they start in January. And no to breaks. go till May. Well, that do no breaks. They should have done it this. They should have, perhaps. I don't know if they should have done it this season because we had we did have for the Dark World, but I. But now yeah. in season two, because there are no movies coming out yeah. between se- the season premiere and the season finale until Age of Age of Ultron, 
Right. And Guardians of the Galaxy comes out in August, so maybe we will have like a reference in the season premiere. But look, they're free now. I'm not saying they were tied yeah. down, but you see that they are so affected by the show that, you know, one has to wonder that could the show have stood on its own if these movies had not happened this year or last year? Yeah, that's a very good point. And look, um, this is not me doubting the show. This is me actually saying that the show is more strong now than ever. But we also have to remember this is the first time they've done something like this. Yeah, no, there, there's never been anything like that, that, that a movie franchise has affected a TV show this much. Because look, Marvel's Ages of Nothing, is, that's the title not right now. Right. And again, they they didn't know how to do a TV show that directly ties in to a whole series of movies. Yeah, when they... They're, had, figuring, they're still figuring it out. Exactly. And look, th- th- this is a big experiment for Marvel. And I, look, I think it's right. good when you do this. It, that show that shows you that you're confident as a studio and as a network. And, and and when you get a season two, I think they'll know what to do much better. Yeah, they and exactly. And they won't be... T- I don't want to use the word tied down, but... They won't. They won't. They don't have to wait for anything. They can be like, we can do whatever we want, and then Age of Ultron happens. Right. And uh, but yeah, going back to war because that's the final thing before we go to Twitter and so on. Um. There is. I think there's more to the story. I think he's a sleeper agent, and I think that when he was ordered to kill off his um, former leader or his you know current leader, or whatever. I think that. But I don't know how the, the training work training works for when you when you get into a sleeper agent position. But I think that when he started thinking about the thought of even killing off his SO or his leader, I think something triggered that in his brain and made him activate that sleeper agent system. Right. There's, he, the, there's normally like a code word they say. But what did, what did get, that's the thing. I went, I've seen this episode five times. Yeah, I don't have a live. I'm sorry. But I saw this episode five times and I looked at every dialogue. Is there a word? Because what could it have been? I don't know. That might not be a word. It could be something else. Like like a, a word is what they normally use in in stories like this. Giffy is a sleeper. I think he's somehow a double agent. You think he's working for Shield for Hydra? For, that you know that he would work because because now that Shield is gone, where are they getting their intel from? It's not like they have computers and stuff to track their clairvoyant and see what he's doing. But how would they? But but here's the thing: How would they did they know that War would should you know should be prepared to become a double agent because of Hydra? Because they thought Hydra was dead uh, before this episode. There, there. When he and May were in the interrogation room, what what, what happened? She she could have talked to him. I feel like there's something that took place on the plane before they got out of there, where someone told them to do this. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure about it. It's 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 very it's very possible, but I think it's more that he has been asleep. And okay, look, there see, is, this is the thing. Of, there's a seed. There's a seed I in the like pilot. Ford, I don't want him to be bad. There's a seed in the pilot. I think. Yes. I think this is okay. The scene where Colton is going through Ward's profile, and uh, he's talking about you know, I I think it looks like a I think it's a poop, and uh, he talks about. His family history. He's in a, you know, and based on your family uh, family background, um, I'm glad it's not worse. Yeah. Were they Hydra agents? Perhaps. Yeah, and maybe that's why, maybe they did something to him that one that he knew that okay, 
our son can carry on the legacy for us, represent our bloodline for Hydra, or we're even worse, what if Garrett has at some point, as his SO, took, t- t- taken him to somewhere where he perhaps was, yeah, because some people have speculated, that what if he went through the same thing as Bucky, similar treatment? Ooh. I think one of I think one of the great hosts uh, on Geeks Around uh, at geeksaround.com when we did it a few days ago um, said that would uh, be interesting storytelling exactly and um, especially with Sky finding this out and like not really being able to believe it exactly and and he has the hard drive with all the, the you know all those information about I think it's regarding. Right. The, the gravitonium thing and so on and uh, man like this was that was a great way to have the episode with the Hydra logo and that voice we'll be back in a moment well I hope that after after they don't feel like they're spoiling anything that they start showing that logo in the yeah, the, there's all. Uh, Entertainment Weekly has released a poster. Uh, it was drawn by some cool artist. I don't know what his, the name was. That with the Hydra logo behind the Shield agents. Well, you know how they were doing the uprising thing with the Captain America shield. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that they'll eventually start doing that with the Hydra symbol. That would be a very cool visual. Kind of gets people like watching other shows to go, what the heck. Isn't that from Hydra's on Agents of Shield now? I thought they were d- destroyed yeah. in the first Avenger, but no. Yeah. But um, and I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna go a little bit a little bit deep here because I, I I need to express this to my listeners and to you, Dan, because I was crying at night for several reasons. One, because of how good this episode was, because of all the things we, that we got. I cried for and the road we went through to get here. Yeah, and it was no look. It's not like this was a painful year for us but the no. reason i cried was because i knew that all these haters uh, yeah i'm gonna say that all these haters of this show that gave up on the show episodes ago were wrong that we fans were right that this is a show worth sticking around for that if we were just patient we would be rewarded right and i was glad that we were right and those haters are now sucking it Good. And with that, we're not saying that this is better than anything else. Nah, no, look, I was we're say- just saying we're glad this is where it should be. Yeah, and I'm going to say this right now. Arrow and S.H.I.E.L.D. are my two favorite shows right now. They're both great, equally, but for different reasons. And I'm just as excited to watch this as I am the other show. Now. Yeah. I am. Exactly. And that's why I was crying, because I I was happy that we were right, that, th- that the payoff was great. And look... This is episode 17. You know we have five more episodes. Do you know how many more things they could do? Yes. Before the season is over? Go on. We even kind of have an indication what they're going to do when they're big. Yeah. Exactly. And that's not everything. Exactly. And as a critic of the show and as a podcaster of the show, I'm going to say this right to all the haters. You can go and suck it. If you're still not watching the show, you're missing out. Especially if you're fans of superheroes. Yeah, or and if Marvel you in general, and if you love Winter Soldier, trust me, yeah. you want to see the show because the Marvel universe is still damaged now because of this event. Right. You will probably see its effects on Netflix shows because Heroes for Hire in New York, that's where Shield sometimes shows up a lot in. And and you can't say you're a Coulson fan without watching the show now. Exactly. 
The characters have grown. The yeah, you can't cast. legitimately say. Yeah. Oh, they, Alex Coulson, and no. it makes me happy that these showrunners had a plan this whole time. And but, well, because and they were not forced, but they right. kind of had to make it like this. Maybe we, I would have maybe changed a few things, but I understand now why the second half was able to start leading up to the Winter Soldier because they don't obviously they 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 didn't want to spoil anything. Right. And this makes me happy that because that the Marvel Studio, this means that Marvel Studios and the, the TV division they have a great communication between each, between each other and they do discuss this these things. Yeah. So that makes me happy. But that still doesn't mean you're off the hook on the marketing, though. Yeah, exactly. The mar- yeah, exactly. The marketing needs to improve. Yeah. They could have handled this having us being patient for it to get good a lot better. Yeah, and they, I think they still could have aired like episode 11, 12, 13, all in a row, and then take a lo- longer break because just coming that, then coming back for one episode and then going off again that was. That was one of the dumbest moves to me. Because they probably th- should have just had a really long hiatus. And then come back. Yeah, like they could have aired like they could have aired like eleven episodes in the fall, like they did yep. with uh, Once Upon a Time, and then come back in March or April. I don't know. Maybe it would have been too long, but yeah. But I think they're they're learning from their mistakes, and I think that season yeah. two is gonna be different. But uh, Wrapping up this episode discussion before we get into our theories, because we're going to get to the Twitter section later on. Five out of five, Jed and Marissa's best script. Phenomenal episode, phenomenal performances by all the cast members, especially Clark Craig and Ming-Na Wen. Right. I'm just saying, our theory about Ward, what if Victoria isn't dead? What if this has been a whole big setup? What if those, what if there's that gun they were using? I saw blood, but what if that was an icer? The thing is, Saffron Burroughs is too good of an actress. The character is too good to just kill her off. Yeah, because, guy, once again, look, go read, go read up on, on Hammer and go read up on some of the comics that she is appearing like in Dark Avengers and so on. There's a lot about this character that, that I think would be a shame to kill her off because they need to, also, they need to think about the longer, the longer term of the cinematic yes. universe. And Victoria Han does play a large part in the comics. And she could actually do it on the TV show because stuff happens in the comics. I'm just saying. Plus, we need someone to butt heads with Coulson and his team covering once in a while. Yeah, and, and I love Saffron Burrs. And I, I think this was a really cool character, even though she was yeah. very sweet and so on. But that's what she was supposed to be. Yeah. She did a great job playing the role, so I hope she sticks around. I hope she, th- yeah, I could see that maybe that that he did that she didn't die. That there was a trick on her sleeves. Um, all we really saw, we just saw half a body lie on the on the ground, and it was her legs and feet. I think. Again, I would like some way around Gwar just ending up as a bad guy. Really, you want him to be? I like the character too much. I don't want him to end up as a straight-up bad guy. Like, I want it to be that he's brainwashed or he's a double agent or something. Because, like, I just don't want Brett Dalton to, like, go at the end of the season and just get killed off. You know, as the bad well, guy of the well, season. It, it, I, well, maybe he will die as a hero. Remember that right. some of the greatest villains sometimes dies because of a hero... Of an heroic act, but I, I I want him to be on the show as a regular cast member in season two. 
Yeah, me too. And but here's the thing: they they have teased that somebody someone is gonna die. And look, look, they, they teased a lot about that. Oh, we could destroy the team. Oh, we could destroy a member of the team or whatever. And maybe yeah. you know, maybe they're tricking us again. I feel like Brent Brett Dalton is the Colin Donnell of Agents of Shield. Perhaps a little bit. That that makes me feel bad. Yeah, because uh, I feel bad for him. Yeah, you know. But maybe what he could do, he shows up in season two, and he's like, "Colson, get up! You're not a murderer. Get up!" And oh wait, that happened on, with Tommy and all. Oh, I'm sorry. Great. Uh, but okay, we, I want to have some speculation time now. What, the future of the show? We have five episodes left to go. Right. What is going to happen with the show? With the, because there's no more shield. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, Dan, I need you to be quiet for the next four minutes or something. I have a few theories. One, this is the reason why Fury brought Coulson back. Because I think that he knew something that, like this would happen. And maybe one day, he would need Coulson to make S.H.I.E.L.D. rise again. Yeah. It's going to be a maybe a one or, two season, one or two season arc. But I could see the show moving into a territory where they actually start to try to rebuild S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. A new S.H.I.E.L.D. And... Um, my other theory is that because there's been some there's been some opinion articles out on the internet for the past few days, if the show should be soft rebooted with the same cast, but in a different title. Dan, I said to you before we started recording this episode that I was going to bring up words such as Secret Wars and Secret Avengers. I I think that's confusing for people. What about this? What about what if they do like something like this? They do like Marvel's Age of Shield, and instead, you know, instead of the uprising or whatever, they could be like, you know, the arc of the season is Secret Warriors or Secret Avengers, or Rebirth or something. Yeah, perhaps. Um, yeah. Because I mean, I, uh... wait, let me let me just say this. I said it at the beginning of the episode that this show, you know, every article I've seen, every discussion I've seen has said has mentioned this factor and this fact. The show is getting retooled. I think that the showrunners have now realized what what works and what doesn't work. I think ABC and Marvel had done the same thing, and I think that we're gonna get a very different season next year once the show has been picked up. Remember that. Look, and right. once again, just because of these low ratings, remember the DVR numbers do do help and the online numbers as well. And this is a big investment for for ABC and Marvel that they can't just give it up yet. And also remember, no show on ABC gets canceled, and you know, in, in a few exceptions until the upruns, and that's when we will find out if it's been renewed or if it's been canceled. And I know that it's going to come back. Right. Okay, I agree with you on that. Um, I think the big thing of it is because there's still Agents of Shield. There are, but they. Right, I, there's only five now, but well, not just five. There are there are more than just right. five. We know that a certain guest actor is going to appear on the show next week. We do have a few. Other they people. wouldn't give Sky that badge just to throw it all out the window. I know, but we need to look. Think, we need to think about the bigger universe right now, and think about how cool this would be if this show does affect the bigger movie universe. It's the other way around this time. What if Colson, by the time we get to Age of Ultron, has made S.H.I.E.L.D. live again, and he's a director, and that's how he comes into play into Age of Ultron, because I right. still believe that he's going to be in the movie. Well, this would be kind of cool, and I don't know if this would happen, but what if it's the situation where Ultron gets the upper hand on the Avengers, and then Coulson saves their butts? 
Yeah, I, I think that would be a, like a cool revelation to see, you know, Shield agents showing up and starting to fight up. Like maybe, and yeah, then he's like, "Hey guys, I'm alive," and they're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh my god, you're imagining being like, oh, "Hey guys, I'm alive!" Yeah. Booyah! Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Uh, but um, no, he shows and up. Pepper's and just like, fight. I know the whole. T- I do the whole time. <laughs> what? And then, and then Pepper is like there, and she's like. See Tony, I knew the whole time, he, and he's he like, "Aha, uh-huh, yeah." He, he, he like my 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 ass, you did, and, uh, you know, <laughs> all you know, you 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 know this all time, my ass. Yeah, <laughs> like that would. I don't think Pepper Potts will. I sadly, I don't think Winter Potter is coming back for Age of Ultron. No, that's because her, because her con. I think her contract is up now too. Yeah, that's probably a good thing because of how peeved everybody got. About her getting powers at the end of Iron Man three, but but that, but she doesn't have powers anymore. But I hey look, I don't whatever. Okay, let's okay let's okay say, let's stay positive yeah. now. I think that the show could potentially get a soft reboot into something like Secret Warriors or Secret Avengers. Uh, I, I I agree I agree I, and this is not my idea. This is actually an idea from other uh, of other critics and and the writers yeah. out there. I I sadly don't have the links in front of me and I don't know the names of these writers and authors. But I think it could be a cool idea to re- reboot the show, not cancel it, reboot it into something different. Uh, still have it as Age of Shield, but maybe have it like as an arc that is called Secret Wars or Secret Avengers. Kind of like they what they did with Young Justice. Exactly. That cartoon show where they were Young Justice in the first season. And- Young Justice Invasion in the second. Exactly. Yeah, I can see that. So, because I... Here's the thing, guys. This, you just got to be careful when you change the name of a show. Yeah, and explain the concepts. Explain, explain the concept. And right. I think that whatever plans they have for season two, but you know, at, at, the, at the beginning of season one when they were first doing the show, it's not going to happen anymore. I think they're going to completely change the whole show now because of... Reactions to the show, ratings drop, and also Winter Soldier. Mostly because of but, Winter Soldier. But don't lose the things that are strong about it. Exactly, exactly. That's what I yeah. said. Keep the cast, the whole cast. No cutscenes here. Keep them all. Yeah. Keep Lola. And, yes. Um, and <laughs> keep Lola. Need- but probably ditch the plane. Yes. We need to get we need to get done with that because also think about it they don't have any resources anymore so who's going to pay for the fuel who's going to pay for the, the supplies and yeah. so on no one there's over right are you still here it's over go home <laughs> game over man game over I had a lot of sugar sugar today guys so <sighs> I'm gonna be sleep, sleeping sleeping like a like a baby tonight but um, yeah. Best episode of the series so far, and um, yeah. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Cookies! No, I'm sorry. Um, okay, we have some Twitter, Twitter response to get into. Because you guys were, because you guys are the best listening audience out there, and uh, you were nice enough, and you were so nice to tweet in your feedback about this episode. So we're going to read about what you thought about this week's episode of Fire Moth. Uh, Daniel at Daniel E uh, Daniel with two three E's and an underscore says it was too f- it was too feel feel I think she meant too emotional. Uh, as Jabba Monster says, freaking awesome. The plot twist was legendary. Um, yeah. At LVGK says it was amazing. I so did not see that last part coming. 
at um, oh from Daniel again. I obviously love most of the main characters, but I especially loved Fitz. Dang and the Fitzsimmons immediate hug. Oh, that was cute. nice. And um, uh, at Stone Steven, one word speechless. At Pugs forty feeling betrayed, not impressed with the word twist. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So not everyone was so pretty. Not everyone was happy with the. Or, well, I think it's more. Well, he wasn't impressed with the twist. So yeah. But um. But hey. Let it play out. Yeah. Let so it I'm play out. Say. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, at Anthony F- uh, Figliano says, uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. By the way, uh, he said, "Love that they had the Hydra logo at the end of the episode." Yeah, that was so cool. Yes. Awesome. And and and, and by the way. There's an account out right now on Twitter uh, that is called Ad Hydra Podcast. Oh no! They were after us, guys. Look out! It, yeah, he's that account is a bit creepy, to be honest. Um, to, you should have seen some of the tweets that he's he or she's been tweeting out. I think I don't know. Um, at Krika83, you know, it was epic when Marvel employees admit that they need to sit down and process what they just watched. Yeah. And she's talking about the cast and so on because when they saw this this movie and when they saw the script for this episode, they were mind deaf. Okay. At the Marvel Fan World says, "I'm still trying to process what happened. Mind blown." At Gen B O six twelve says, "Amazing, best episode yet. Really hoping that the ending is not as it seems. Don't think it, I, I could handle that." At Sonic Star Kid, I don't know what to think. I'm emotionally compromised at the moment. Nice. A lot of, a lot of us were. As at D12 Tribute 87, I'm completely floored. Hashtag Hydra sucks. Hashtag Age of Shield. Hashtag Badass Colson. Hashtag Captain America Winter Soldier. Nice. At East, um, EC, ECW Girl, when, when, my, when my brain actually comprehends it. That's all I can say. Still in shock. Yes. And then our last tweet from uh, two of our last tweets uh, at, at Lauren underscore Galloway. I was I'm completely blown away. And our last tweet is from CP International. Said breath gone from holding too long. Too many twists, turns, and betrayals. Cause that was a lot of new and different people that tweeted to us today. Yeah. Well, and, so and that's also, great. I, I don't know if you noticed Dan, but we have reached over a, a thousand followers on Twitter. Awesome. Thank you guys so Great. much. You're, you are the best. But 500 of you better not be Hydra agents. Mm-hmm. Hydra pockets, I'm coming for you. <sighs> yeah, we're bring it on. Yeah, exactly. And then we have our, an email, and it's from our good friend Nikki, who runs Agent Colson's Army on the Twitter, at, uh, oh, at, at, at iHeartColson. And here's what she had to say. Holy crap, I two crackers. Yeah, <laughs> that she should have said that. Uh, turn, turn, turn. Oh, what the hell just happened? I thought Captain America the Winter Soldier was a big what the F. Fury died, Hydra resurfaced, Coulson, uh, Cap was haunted by his best friend, and hell yeah, Falcon! I figured the aftermath we would deal with on Age of Shield would be, would be intended with the possibility of betrayal, but nothing prepared me. I'm, I'm, I really, really, really was convinced Agent Han was Hydra. Um... She seemed to confirm that she was questioning the triplet and Simmons. Trimmons? Simplet? Simplet? Oh, Simplet! That's a good t- shipper name. Yeah. 
And uh, but she pr proved herself a very true shield agent. Though I was pr probably sheathed up when she called Colson a liar and a Hydra agent. Uh, I never once doubted Colson. His loyalty to Shield and Fury is absolute, uh, and and as is mine to Colson. I did question wow. May and Ward, though. May have been caught in lies, and Ward shot an innocent man. Ward has always been an agent I never quite, quite trusted, but I never guessed it was Hydra. The biggest shock for me was Garrett. I, I so love this character. Best acting Bill Paxton has ever done, and he sold it. Garrett's a great character. God damn him. I actually, I actually felt betrayed. It was, a, it was a brilliant move by, uh, by, the, um, by the writers, and it, and it played out beautifully. Uh, beautifully, and the minute he said "Hail Hydra," my trust is, is in every agent except Colson. Simmons, Sky was gone. Why not Fitz? Because when Garrett offered him a role in Hydra, he didn't say no. He may have been saving his ass or trying to save the others, but he didn't turn Garrett down. He's getting to a better shot, shot though. Uh, he's getting to be a better shot though. Uh, took out of uh, took out a couple Hydra agents. Poor Simmons had no idea what's ha what was happening. Triplet is betrayed by his partner, and as so, unless he too is Hydra. Uh, and that scene in the corridor was for for show. Uh, I felt bad for Sky. Her SO, the, the guy training her, turned out to be a douchebag. Talk about losing trust. Sky is a is a brand new. Uh, and now doesn't is uh, uh, Sky is brand new and now doesn't know which way is up. Through uh, it, it showed a lot of courage and foresight for her to keep doing whatever she could to, to help the team. Um, Agent Hand, uh, let's see, um, let's, let's see, um, to help the team. Agent Hand, while rubbing me the wrong way most of the season, proved to be the good guy, and I really began to trust her, and I love her character. I really hope she's not dead. Really hope Ward is a double agent for the good guys, but I don't know anymore. One thing is, thing is certain and absolute. I trust Colson always. The absolute de de devastation that he felt was appearing in his eyes and his voice. Cargrick nailed his performance. He does it for his for every performance, uh, for every performance. But still, I felt his anger and hurt, his confusion and fear. Through it all, Colson was professional and badass, true to his character and to Shield. Losing Shield and Fury, though he's out there, and Sam Jackson says he's in the season finale, was really hard for everyone, especially comic book fans. We have an investment investment in S.H.I.E.L.D. It's RCAA. We trust them. Still reeling, still confused, still loyal to Colson. Hashtag trust only Colson. Send for my iPhone 4S because I'm awesome that way. Yes, Nikki, you are. Can we start hashtagging Emmy for Clark Gregg? Emmy for Age of S.H.I.E.L.D., but yeah, definitely for, for Clark Gregg. Because he was he had a brilliant performance in this episode. Exactly, and yeah. I'm I'm gonna say this from a perspective as someone who does love Arrow and, and loves Stephen Amell as um, you know, as uh, his character and so on, as a leading man. Clark Gregg and Stephen Amell are both great leading men on their own rights and in different ways. And I think tonight, this week, Clark Gregg really proved us that. Great, they're different kinds of heroes. Exactly, and if we yep. could have if we could have a crossover with uh, an, a Green Arrow slash Agent oh, Avenger, that would be the coolest crossover ever. Yes, Steve, and Green Arrow would be like, "Hey, you know that archer you have? I can take him down." For sure. Yes, but yes, guys, that 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 was our that, that those were the thoughts and feedback from our our great fan uh, fan base and listeners. Thank you so much, guys, for tweeting in and emailing in. Remember, if you want to have your feedback, your thought about Edge of Shield read on this podcast, tweet us at Shield Assemble 
or email us at across airways uh, to across across the airways at gmail.com and we yes, will sir. read it on the show. Holy cracker on the crapper. And, yes. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we, it's been a long episode, but we're going to start heading to the closing now because we need to get to the spoiler section. And they're probably tired of hearing us talk. Yeah, and me <laughs> going into... Oh my god, I, I was outrageous this episode. But yeah... Andy it, is spirited today. I am. because Well, you know, I'm, I'm a passionate comic book f- fan, and I love the show. I love a lot, of, a lot of comic book shows and movies, So, and this really made me happy. So, guys, to begin with, you can find us on Twitter at Chill Assemble. Uh, that's the official handler for the for the for this podcast. Yes. And uh, you can find all our other podcasts on acrosstheairways.com. Like us on Facebook and like follow Across Airways on the Twitter. You can find us on Google Plus. You, you know the email acrosstheairways at gmail.com. If you have any questions about our shows, our podcast, or anything else, uh, just specify what it is, and so we it goes to the right um, host of the uh, from the NIST network. And, uh, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, subscribe to us there. Rate us, rate and review us, so we know how we what we can do to improve the show for you and what you like most about the show. And we are part of the Mixed Radio Network. We go live every Monday, 10 p.m. Miami time. A huge shout out to Jack who runs the Mixed Network. Thank you for for letting, allowing us to be part of your network. Yes, sir. And um, and yeah, and don't forget to check out Shieldside.net website run by my good friend Craig Byrne who runs Green Arrow TV and Flash TV News and Keysight TV and so on uh, and their, their images now up for ep- the for the next episode Providence as well as the official description and um, yeah make sure to follow him on Twitter at Shieldside and on, like him on Facebook and yeah guys those were our plugs and closings we're gonna head into spoilers now Dan five more episodes yes five more don't... and then I don't know what I'm gonna do all summer I'm, I'm probably just going to cry under a pillow or something. I don't know. No, we, right. we, we will be fine. But yeah, guys. Go see you, other superhero movies. If you're not singing around for spoilers, I'm Andrew Bakht. And I'm Dan Schmidt. And we will see you next time on The Helicarrier. out there now but at least our team's still intact next tuesday targeted by the world we need to vanish it's time to take their fight underground what is this place if everyone would follow me while the agent they trusted cool is a good man don't you owe a man like that something shows what side he's really on welcome to hydra new marvel's agents of shield next tuesday at a special time 9 8 central and relive tonight's game-changing episode at 8 and what you just heard was the audio for the trailer for episode 18 of Marvel's Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. called Providence, and here is the official description. With Colonel Glenn Talbot now on their trail, Coulson and his team seek refugee in the last place animal look, where they begin to uncover S.H.I.E.L.D.'s most dangerous secrets, secrets that could destroy them all. Guest, star- guest starring are Bill Paxton as Agent John Garrett, David Conrad as Ian Quinn, Adrian Pascar as U.S. Air Force Colonel Glenn Talbot, Ruth Nega as Reina, B.J. Britt as Agent Andrew Triplett, Patton Oswald as Agent Eric Cohen and Patrick Brennan as Marcus Daniels, aka Blackout. It's a nice. it's gonna be a pretty good it's it's gonna be a pretty big follow up, 
And we see in this trailer a lot of Reyna and Ward with Garrett and and Reyna. We see a device being used that looks to, that looked to me that like it was some sort of it, it looked like something that I saw on them on Spider-Man animated series when they brought back Red Skull from a different dimension. <laughs> yeah, it looks like something I saw on that show, and I'm not saying that Red Skull is coming back, but. It did That's look interesting. It and, and so and one of the hosts on Geeks Around when we did uh, our Shield discussion said that that's the thing that we saw in episode two that um, that the Commandra was trying to steal from Colson, which was the f- first 084 that the show was uh, was exploring. Right. That's and th- we also see some sort of gravita- you know, graviton related object in that um, trailer. And um, we see er- and Patton Oswald for the first time as Eric Cohen, and he seems to be a leader or something there uh, in a secret yes. facility. We still don't know what this kind of what kind of version of this character we're gonna see, but it's definitely a lot different than the comic books. Yes. Ken, why does um, Glenn Talbot? Why is he always chasing after the wrong people? I don't know. He's chasing after the Hulk, and the Hulk really kind of is a hero, and then. And and also a beast, so you don't you don't mess with Hulk, right? Can now he's chasing Coulson, and Coulson's not really a bad guy or a beast. I don't know. Come on, Glenn Talbot, get it right. But I think this is going to give us more insight into what the bad guy's plans are. Yes. Now that the clairvoyant has a face. Yeah, it, that's um that's a good speculation to be honest. Right. But yeah, guys, that's that's, that's um, the spoiler section for this week. Yep. Hail Hydra. No. Okay. We're for S.H.I.E.L.D. on this podcast. Because we're the only helicarrier. Hail Coulson. Right, because we're oh, the only helicarrier still floating here. Remember? Yeah, I need to I need to drive home now. I'm um, I I have a pedicure. I have uh, I have a date. Um, I ha- I don't I don't have any of those things. All right. It'd be interesting to see you land this color carrier in your driveway, but okay. Whoa, I can see my house from here. And I think we're spent. And yeah. Oh, oh, sh- oh, crap! We're crashing. We see. See you next week, guys. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>